T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
Lincoln. Uh, today, uh, I unfortunately have to uh, announce uh, that we've seen a, a tremendous increase in opiate deaths in the last 24 hours. Uh, I hate holding these press conferences, but occasionally we do have to do them, and we are basically doing this as a, you know, a public health warning to those in our community who may use opiate-based drugs such as heroin. Uh, I'm joined here by our sheriff, uh, Timothy Howard, our health commissioner, Dr. Gail Burstein, our district attorney, John Flynn, and the acting U.S. attorney in charge of the Buffalo Western uh, District of New York, J.P. Kennedy. Uh, as uh, you may have heard, uh, in the last 24 hours, uh, seven people have died from suspected overdose deaths in Erie County. Uh, to give you an idea why this is such a worry, in 2016, the average deaths per week were 5.8 deaths per week in Erie County, uh, as there was a little less than 320 deaths uh, estimated at this point. Uh, and in 2017, uh, we're averaging 6.8 deaths per week. So in the last 24 hours, we've had the equivalent of one week's worth of deaths in Erie County. Uh, the, just without going into details about each specific case, the average age of the individuals who are deceased was 32. Uh, there were six male, one female. They come from all across the county. This is not just one particular section of the community, uh, but all across the county. Uh, so what we're doing is warning the public, as we've had to do in the past, that there appears to be a very lethal dose of a substance uh, that is potentially being added to heroin. Uh, we don't know if it's fentanyl. We don't know if it's carfentanyl. Uh, we won't know that with, until some toxicology reports come back, which take a number of weeks to do. Uh, but based on the information that we've seen and police and other EMTs have seen at the scene, uh, we do believe that all of these are drug overdoses uh, related to individuals who are uh, dealing with a heroin or opiate uh, addiction. Uh, there is help that can be offered. We do offer a 24-hour hotline. I've got the information right up here. Uh, 24 hours, seven days a week. You can call 831-7007. Uh, as I announced in my state of the county yesterday, over 1,700 people have called since we opened this hotline in uh, August of 2016. And of those who called and, and those who attended in-person assessments afterwards, 90% of them successfully found treatment. So help is available. We want people to know that help is available. You can overcome your addiction. Uh, but for those who are on the streets right now and, and potentially thinking about uh, using heroin that they just bought in the last 24 hours, uh, it could be a death sentence. We know that something is on the street that is killing people at a much higher rate than you normally would see. Uh, if we had seen two deaths in a day, 24-hour period, we would not necessarily think that's an, an anomaly because of the averages of what you see in a week. But when we generally are averaging seven deaths a week and we have seven deaths in, in basically less than 24 hours, we know that there's some bad stuff on the street. And we want people to understand that uh, if you have some heroin and you are thinking about using it, you really better think twice. Because what you put in your arm, what you put in your neck, however you do, whatever you, you if you sniff it, uh, that may be the last thing you do because it, it could be a death sentence based on the, the nature of what we're seeing uh, in the last 24 hours. This is not the first time we've seen this. It was a little over a year ago, uh, in which we did a very similar type of advisory at the Erie County Medical Center Corporation uh, when we saw a tremendous spike in deaths in a 24-hour period. Uh, and we're warning once again that there has been a tremendous spike of deaths in the last 24-hour period. Uh, seven deaths, as I said, representing individuals from all across Erie County, not just the city of Buffalo. This is a suburban issue. This is a rural issue. And we want people to understand no matter where you live, if you bought it, uh, as with any type of opiate-based drug, it could be lethal. But the stuff that's on the street today is really bad. 
uh, and we are warning individuals to get rid of it. I'll leave it up to the individuals in law enforcement to talk about prosecution of those type of crimes. But uh, we're fighting the opiate epidemic with all hands on deck. Everybody is involved. We've seen tremendous progress in our region in the last uh, six to, to nine months with the drop in the, uh, the rate of deaths. We've seen stabilization. We've seen programs out there to help people who are in need. Uh, and we were hoping we weren't going to have another day like this where we saw these increased number of deaths, but we are seeing them today. As a result, we are warning the public that it's important that they know about this and they take action. Help is available on our helpline. And with that, I'd like to turn it over to Dr. Gail Burstein to talk about some of the other issues associated with help that is available to, uh, to assist people in need. Doc? Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you. So again, we are very sorry to have the, make this announcement that there is some very, very dangerous product on the street, but, uh, and it is killing people. But there is something that we can all do to try to save lives. So first of all, if you're that person and you just bought something recently, as our county executive pointed out, you can just throw it out, discard it, you don't need it. Uh, it there are people out there that love you and uh, they would be you know, very, very sad and miss you so much if something bad happened. We know that this, this death occurs instantaneously. This is very, very potent drug and it works instantaneously and many people don't even have, even if they have naloxone with them, they may not even have time to reach out and get it to save their lives. So, and if you're somebody who has, uh, is close to an individual who is using, say you're a parent or a sibling or uh, a partner or a good friend, um, what you could do is go out and get naloxone. So um, there are uh, products out there. Um, there are pharmacies in our community that are carrying naloxone. So this is a picture of uh, what a package could look like. Um, there's also, uh, there's several packages out there in the community. Um, what we have is, um, uh, for people, is if you're interested, is actually instructions. You can call our office or download it on our website of what to go in with a pharmacist and ask. So this spells it all out of what you need to go in and ask for and has a picture of all the different naloxone products out there that are available. So uh, they, um, what we're recommending right now is um, this Narcan naloxone spray. Um, and it comes, the benefit of it is it's twice as potent a dose as the other products available. It's four milligrams in a dose instead of just two milligrams in a dose. Each box comes with two four milligram doses and there's no self, there's no assembly. It comes already assembled and all you have to do is just uh, put some pressure on the trigger and it comes out. So it's just one dose in one nostril. And then, uh, and hopefully it'll revive the person. There are two doses in here. If you wait a couple minutes and nothing happens, you have to give a second dose. So again, what we know is out on the streets is very, very potent. While you're doing that, you have somebody, either you or somebody else, call 911, because we really need emergency services, first responders out there, ASAP, to give additional doses if they're needed and start the person on oxygen and, and uh, whatever support that they need to keep them alive. Uh, also, if you are an employer, um, what you can do is um, contact our office and we have these, um, these tear-offs is available that you can post in your office so people know where to get help. They can, it'll give all the information, the telephone number, and there's little tear-offs on the bottom so they can take it with them. So we recommend that you put that in some discreet location, like in the bathroom, so that you know, people won't want to take it if they think that 
other people are going to be watching them. Even if there's nobody watching them, we all have imaginary audiences. So we just recommend that um, you know everybody uh, try to be safe. Um, really know who's out there, know what people are doing. Um, you have somebody in your home that you know is using. Um, this is not a good time to practice tough love and, and kick them out of the house. we got to watch them. So, again, um, let's all work together as a community to, to stay safe and keep our loved ones alive. Thanks. Thank you, Doc. Uh, as you said, this is an all-hands-on-deck, so it's not only the Department of Public Health that is working very hard to address this issue, it's our friends in law enforcement. And with that, I'd like to turn it over to our Sheriff, Tim Howard, to talk about the efforts that they've been undertaking, including something that I know he announced today. So, Sheriff. You. Um, you heard it about Narcan, or the correct term. Um, I know it is Narcan. The law enforcement community is using it on a daily basis, thanks to the, the training that was provided to, through the county. Um, we would say it usually works, but it doesn't always work. So don't count on it being the lifesaver to save your life. It's been good advice given already. If you're using heroin, stop. If you know someone in your family that's using it, encourage them to stop to get help. Think about this. Think about if you know the dealer, any drug dealer, um, share it with your law enforcement community. We're not asking you to call our, our office. You're welcome to. Call the tip line. Call, call the, your own law enforcement agency. Call Crime Stoppers. There's cash rewards for information, leading to the arrest of drug dealers. We're, this isn't about us arresting more drug dealers. This is about us um, saving more lives. So uh, we, we very clearly are in this together. We're working it together. Um, like the county executive said, we're pleased. You may have seen an announcement we sent out this morning. Twelve additional deputies have gone back onto the road that were involved in transport. And we were able to do that because of the cooperation with the county executive and, and the proper staffing in the jail. These were deputies that were pulled off the road in order to fill a, a need in the jail. But we're very pleased at getting staffing back at the right level. These deputies that are going back are concentrating on alcohol and substance abuse problems because it's our combined effort to save lives. So to all the partners, thank you. Thank you, Sheriff. Uh, earlier this year, I had the pleasure to uh, join our new district attorney, John Flynn, as he announced the, the recreation of what was a, a new bureau in his office to deal with these types of crimes. So with that, I'd like to introduce our district attorney, John Flynn, to talk about what his office has been doing and will continue to do. John? Thank you, sir. I, um, I made a, uh, a statement about a month ago when we had the Black Balloon Day uh, out in front of County Hall where we were with the family members uh, who have lost loved ones over the years. And I, I told them, uh, and I'll tell the entire county of Erie, and I'm specifically talking to the drug dealers right now out there, that if I can prove it, and under New York State law, it's a little more difficult to prove, but uh, I'm willing to be the test case for it. Uh, if I can prove it, uh, I will charge a drug dealer with murder. Uh, if, uh, like I said, I can prove that this particular drug dealer gave this particular batch to the individual who died. Uh, like I said, these are very difficult cases to prove in New York State. Um, quite frankly, uh, there hasn't been a case uh, uh, brought up to the Court of Appeals uh, since the early 70s regarding this issue. But like I said, I'm willing to be the test case here, and the drug dealers should know that I'm looking at that avenue. Uh, I'm going to be aggressively uh, pursuing uh, that avenue if the facts warrant it. And uh, I want the family members to know uh, that justice will be done um, on my watch. Thank you, County Executive. Thank you. Uh, we're also joined by uh, J.P. Kennedy from the uh, U.S. Attorney's Office. Uh, J.P., would like to say a few words because I know the U.S. Attorney's Office has prosecuted individuals 
uh, for the sale of drugs that resulted in death. So, thank you. Thank you, Mr. County Executive. And uh, yes, I'm here to uh, stand side by side with our um, county partners and uh, state and local law enforcement to let them know that um, all the federal resources that we have will bring to bear to fight this problem. Um, whether it's through law enforcement um, prosecution, whether it's through treatment, whether it's through prevention. Those are all mechanisms that we're going to need to employ in order to, to combat this problem. But as has been indicated uh, by the district attorney, we have other federal statutes at our use uh, available to us and that we will use, whereas if we can show that death resulted from drugs which were provided to somebody, um, uh, whoever provided those drugs can be prosecuted under federally for homicide. So we will intend to fully uh, mobilize our resources. I've spoken with the DEA. They are aware of this issue. Um, they are working on it. Um, we'll bring, there's many federal agents here to support, um, stand behind our county and the sheriff and the great job that Sheriff Howard does, but uh, we're, we're all gonna work on this problem together. So um, we're not going anywhere, but I, all the advice that you heard today is very good advice. So please um, you know, be careful and know that uh, um, we're out there and we're gonna do our best to bring these people to justice. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, unfortunately, too many times this year, I've had to go to wakes and funerals for individuals who died of overdoses. And I think on behalf of everyone I'm standing with here right now, we offer our condolences to the families on those who were not only taken today, but those who have unfortunately died as a result of a drug overdose in this past year and beyond. This is a crisis, it is an epidemic. There are areas of our country that are actually in much worse shape with regards to addiction rates and deaths than we are here, but it sometimes feels like we're ground zero just in when we deal with issues like this. I wanna thank all my partners in government for the work that they do, whether it's here in county government or the federal government, and we do have a tremendous relationship with the DEA, the U.S. Attorney's Office, with HIDA, to, to go after drug traffickers, to get the information that we need to protect people in our community. Uh, addiction is a disease. It needs to be treated as such. There is help, as we know. You can call our 24-hour hotline at 831-7007, and someone will be there, a trained individual not, who's trained in issues associated with addiction, to get you the help that you need. We'd much rather spend money on getting people the help they need than prosecuting individuals for crimes related to death. As you noted and was heard, we will prosecute individual, individuals, but we want to see that people get the help that they need so that you do not become a statistic. If I can give one more final thing, if you've got drugs that you purchased in the last 24 hours, heroin, and whatever you want to call it, smack, if you got it, get rid of it. Otherwise, you may become a statistic, and that's not the type of thing you want to be known for. With that, I'll open up to questions. You I mean, if these people are dying abruptly, are you finding those little plastic bags that the stuff comes in? I mean, are you finding any, have you had time to find anything that ties this all together? Well, but one of the reasons we're here is because of the evidence that was provided uh, by police agencies as well as uh, EMTs that at the scene of the death, it appears that the individuals were involved in what appears uh, to have been a drug overdose. I can't go into specifics with each, but it's not as if we're talking about 85-year-old individuals who were found deceased in their bed after waking up in the morning or not waking up. Uh, as I said, the average age of these individuals was 33. Uh, and it would be based on the scene of, what, of where they were found, uh, every, we have reason to believe that uh, uh, 
the vast majority of them were all of them died of a drug overdose. There was an overdose across the river where the test came back and it was carfentanil. So if they're getting it in Niagara region, the odds are pretty good that it's swimming across the river. Carfentanil has found its way across various parts of the United States. I remember when we were uh, actually in Cincinnati or just across the river in, in Covington, Kentucky for a opiate task force meeting, the National Opiate Task Force, where there was a huge hit of uh, carfentanil that same week. Uh, we do know that uh, most of the heroin is coming up from Mexico. The fentanyl appears to be being made in Chinese labs and being shipped into Vancouver. Uh, and then it's sometimes being just walked across the border in those areas that are unprotected in Montana, North Dakota, and it works its way through the United States. Uh, being on a northern border of with near, uh, next to Canada, it certainly brings us probably closer to the risk of some of the very, very bad fentanyl derivatives than, say, someone in Alabama, because it appears like the fentanyl is coming in through Canada, so it's sort of hitting our areas first. Uh, we, we won't know what exactly it was that was in the, the, the heroin until we do toxicology reports. But based on this rapid amount of deaths in such a very short period of time, we do believe it's a fentanyl-based derivative uh, that, as the doc noted, can kill you instantly. Are there public facilities to where they keep this Narcon, like maybe in schools? Uh, doc, do you want to talk about that? Sure. You would be surprised, actually, how many areas where they do have the naloxone and Narcan available. Thanks. So uh, um, we have been aggressive in reaching out to schools and, uh, and you know, training um, in, uh, individual school nurses, teachers about how to recognize an overdose and give naloxone. Um, but you know, we are going to workplaces, um, we're going to diff in different residences. I mean, where anybody is interested in getting trained and getting doses of naloxone in their facility, we will go out and train you. Libraries, I mean, anywhere. So they're, they're um, right. They, they, they. We, I mean, we have done a lot of training since we started training a couple years ago. We've trained um, over fifteen thousand individuals. Uh, Five thousand have been first responders, and about ten thousand have been just regular residents in the community. So, and some of those have been people that we've trained to train other people, and we don't even know how many. Oh, those individuals have, have trained. So we, we have many, many people who have been trained. So we've, we've really been targeting you know, first responders and people in the community where are more likely to come in contact. But, um, but if there are people or facilities that say, hey, we need this, then please go on our website and you can get a link to the n closest training near you if you're an individual or say if you're a facility, like a school or a workplace, and you want to get the training, um, we will come to you. And you can there's a number or an email address that you can request it. But we really want to get this out there. We really want to save lives. According to the New York Times, uh, this article yesterday, there's like 64 uh, school districts that keep this on hand. Are there any in Erie County that you're aware of? Yes, there are. Um, I'm not sure. Cheryl, how many school um, districts? Actually, I can't think of them. Buffalo, Iroquois, um, Springdale, the majority of them. We have somebody right on board now. Sure, sure, sure. Grand Island, um, East Aurora. They've come on one by one. They've all, I will say, most school nurses have been trained in all the districts. They're expanding amongst all their staff now. Holland. Over a dozen? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 
Right, and if there's a school district that has not been trained, we really want to come in and, and train you. I mean, nobody is immune. We are finding uh, drug overdoses, unfortunately, in every locale of Erie County, North Town, South Towns, rural area, city. There is no place that is immune, unfortunately. So we should just all, this is really just about public health preparedness. It can work. Uh, the problem is if um, the fentanyl or whatever drug the individual has, has, uh, has taken is uh, very, very potent, it will require multiple doses. So um, we've heard from first responders, uh, one individual required 13 doses before they were resuscitated. So um, each of these kits come with two doses. Um, this kit is, uh, this Narcan uh, nasal spray is uh, twice as potent, as twice the dose as the other products. So that's why um, we're suggesting that people consider this product. Uh, but, um, but, you know, again, it depends what is circulating in the person's bloodstream will be will depend on how much naloxone that they will require and you can actually um, there are many pharmacies in our area where you can buy it either from a prescription covered by insurance or out of pocket uh, we know that the CVS's and the Walgreens and the independent pharmacies uh, all carry these so this is a, these are places where you can go to get your own doses They're, they're all the communities. We do, but we'd rather not announce it because then it could potentially identify individuals and we don't want to reveal if families aren't interested in having that revealed. But that's why we said it, it, it runs the gamut. There's, I'm not surprised to see the communities on there, uh, but we'll note that a majority of individuals live outside of the city of Buffalo. Right, but in, even though that, that, that we have these, uh, unfortunately, these um, seven cases of overdose deaths in the past 24 hours, it doesn't mean that there aren't, this product isn't in other communities that, um, and we could see more deaths. That's why we're, we came together today collectively to hold this press conference to warn everybody that, uh, that this product is on the street. And so um, there is nobody that should assume that if they recently purchased a bag or a pouch of white powder that they don't have that product on uh, that that is causing these deaths. So there's nobody that is immune. Now you said that seven is obviously a high number. Is that a record for one 24-hour period in Erie County? Are you aware of that? Yeah, that's a record. Um, I you know I would I don't want to um, you know misquote. So I I would have to get those data, but it is among the highest. With the from the law enforcement perspective, you know with seven connected somewhat you know, to these domestic cases, is there Um, there, well, there, there is, and, and to give that up would certainly telegraph uh, giving up the offensive play, which wouldn't be a good idea. But, but the fact that we had seven deaths within 24 hours um, doesn't suggest that we still don't have a problem. We have an extremely lethal dose that's on the street right now, as, as has been said. But, but various law enforcement officers across your county are using the antidote, and I'll continue to say Narcan because it's what we're using. We're using it on a daily basis. So someone is overdosing somewhere in your county on a daily basis, the only thing is, is, is despite the, those good efforts of first responders, they, they, can't, they can't keep up and people are, are clearly dying because it's so powerful. So don't anyone count on that saving you. It, it certainly saves a lot of people, but it's obviously not going to be able to save everyone. Right, but I just... 
there any way to distinguish the packages that people have taken? Wait, we can't. We, we, we can't. We don't have Sorry? that information. I, we, don't, we don't have the information with regards to if there's like a stamp on it or so forth. We just know based on the information that we received from our medical yeah. examiner's office and the, the various police departments that responded uh, that there is a, a deadly dose of heroin on the streets. And we are warning individuals once again, uh, those who may have a packet and they're thinking about injecting it themselves, uh, there's a good chance that if you do that, uh, you will not get the high you want, you will die. With that, thanks everyone. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.